Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Show. It's September 21, 2015, and this is episode 489. This is part four of a series of travelogue style episodes to walk you through my recent visit to Namibia, co hosting an amazing photography tour with my friend Jeremy Woodhouse. We pick up the trail on August 20 when we visit the first of two Himba villages that we visited during the tour. The Himba are a nomadic people with a strong culture and visiting their village is a highlight of the tour for many participants, including me of course. This first photo that we're going to look at today is of a Himba boy, or maybe we should call him a young man, that posed for me in the doorway of one of their huts. Direct sunlight is very harsh, so we generally ask the Himba people to stand in the shade or go inside their huts like this. It really helps to reduce the contrast, although it does require high ISOs to get your shots, as we'll see later. As this was still in the doorway, I set my ISO to 320 for this first photo at f5.6 for a hundredth of a second exposure. I also used a radial filter in Lightroom to highlight the boy's face by reducing the exposure of the rest of the image by 0.6. It's not a huge change, but subtly changes the feel and atmosphere of the image. There's one thing with this photo that I can't quite make my mind up about though, and that is if you zoom in on his eyes, you can actually see me crouching down in front of him with my camera. It produces a nice catch light, but I would prefer if I wasn't there, so I might at least desaturate my shirt later. This next photo is shot inside a hut at ISO 6400, f4 for an 80th of a second. I know that this ISO will have some of you cringing thinking that it must be full of grain but it simply isn't because I was exposing to the right. I have actually reduced the exposure by 0.55 in Lightroom to darken the lady's skin to a natural level but the original was brighter than this with the highlights close to being overexposed. This greatly reduces any grain that creeps in at high ISOs. Most people get scared of the grain and select a lower ISO, but that makes the exposure lower, recording the image data in the middle or on the left of the histogram, and that in turn, ironically, introduces more grain. The moral of this story, of course, is don't be afraid to increase your ISO in situations like this, even if you reduce your exposure later. Your photos will thank you for it. The Himba lady here is actually taking a bath. When we asked her to go inside her hut, she quickly picked up a small pot and had, with some dried leaves and twigs in it and set light to them with the fire in the hearth near the centre of the room and then covered it with that ochre-coloured cloth which she draped over the smouldering twigs 
and her lower body. This is how the Himba people cleanse themselves instead of bathing in water, which is too scarce in this area to use for washing. If you want to view the images for this episode, go to mbp.ac489 and click on the images to view them larger as well. But these next two photos are of the same Himba girl, with the one on the left in the blog post inside the hut, and the only light in the hut is that that comes in through the doorway. So it really does light up the subject's face with a soft light, which I had the girl look into for this first photo. I shot this at f5.6 at ISO 5000 for an 80th of a second. I reduced the ISO for this one partly because she was closer to the doorway than the last image, but also because the white on her shells was starting to blow out slightly and I wanted to protect those highlights. The photo on the right is also shot at 5.6, but this time she was in the doorway, so I had my ISO at 400 for a hundredth of a second. Once again, I used the radial filter in Lightroom for these to highlight the face a little by reducing the exposure of the rest of the image. This next photo is of a young Himba mother with her child. Jeremy, the tall leader, asked her to walk out into their enclosure for about 50 paces and then walk back again. This is probably my favourite shot. A view from the back which has more story to it in my opinion. We can imagine them walking away to start something and we think about what it is that they're going to do or maybe they're leaving us and we consider our feelings about being left behind. We had actually left the village before lunch and had returned with some supplies later in the afternoon. So here the light is much warmer at this time than it would have been during the morning. So this was a nice opportunity to get some shots outside the huts. I shot this with my 70-200 f2.8 lens at f4 for a 400th of a second at ISO 100. This is one of the few times that I actually used my 70-200 lens during the tour, but I wanted the wider aperture for portraits, which is why I put it into my vest pocket before we entered the village. There's actually a relatively sad story attached to having the 70-200 lens in my vest pocket. Most of the Himba people don't speak much English, and yet there's one word that the children seem to whisper to us often, and that is water. They're having a dry year, and often the small children would point to my pocket and get closer to my ear and then whisper, Water. They thought that it was a water bottle in my pocket. I felt terrible when I had to tell them that it was a lens, which they had zero interest in. We did have some water in our vehicles though, which we gave them as part of our payment for their kindness in letting them into our, their village and into their lives. We continued shooting after this, as the Himba people kindly allowed us to photograph them herding their goats into the corral for the night as we can see in this next photo. There are hills behind this scene, so the sun goes behind the hill before it gets close to the horizon. This means that the light is getting warm, but not as warm as it would be later. 
if the hills weren't there. There's nothing that we can do about that of course, and I still like the resulting photos a lot. This image was shot at f8 ISO 500 with a shutter speed of a 320th of a second. I needed a fast-ish shutter speed to mostly freeze the action, which is what I did here. The light did start to warm up more as it clipped the top of the hills as we continued to shoot. The dust in the air also helped as it's a brownish colour from the dirt, as we can see here. I particularly like how we can see the sun's rays in the dust in this photograph, which was shot at f9 ISO 800 for a 320th of a second. After shooting the goat herding for a while, we joked with the ladies in this photograph and then started walking back to the main enclosure and to our vehicles, which were outside. I walked back with two of the children, which I lifted up one in each hand time and again as they laughed and seemed to enjoy the experience. I absolutely loved playing with the kids and the cultural exchange that we had here. The girl of the two children even danced for me on the way back up for a while, which I caught on video with my iPhone. I have lots of clips from the trip and will probably embed them into a slideshow at some point as time allows. The following day we started another long drive to a place called Puros where we would start the first of four nights bush camping. Not long into our drive we came across these men herding longhorn cattle to a borehole for, for them to take their daily drink. Jeremy's car dro drove ahead and asked if it was okay to photograph them and we pulled back away and got out of our vehicles to do just that. The first photo was shot at f8 ISO 200 with a shutter speed of about 800th of a second. Here I was at 286 millimeters and included the man on his donkey and the entire herd. As the cattle drew nearer I pulled back a little to 158 millimeters and captured a smaller number of longhorns. I also adjusted the shutter speed to a 500th of a second to keep the data on the histogram over on the right side and then I actually reduced the exposure in Lightroom to 0.2 for this second shot that I'm showing you here. Again this is a subtle change but keeping the information as far to the right as possible helps to keep the image quality as high as possible. So even when there's only a small amount to be gained, I tend to do this by reflex. Later that day, just outside Puros, we started to see lots of desert adapted giraffes, such as the one that we can see in this photograph. I have a lot of giraffes photos from this trip, and I mean a lot, but this is probably one of my favourites, mainly because of the texture created by the tree in this image. The detail is amazing and I'm looking forward to printing this one to see how it looks on paper. Next week we're going to wrap up this series with one last episode of images, starting with a visit to a second Himba village, and then we drive around the riverbed of the Huanib River. Although the results aren't great due to the environment. We came across a pride of desert lions that had just brought down a young giraffe 
and some amazing encounters with desert elephants, so do stay tuned. Thanks very much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast, please share a link with your friends. And if you don't already, please subscribe in iTunes or your favorite podcast program to ensure an interrupted delivery. You can find me on Google+, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and links to everything that I'm up to are at martinbaileyphotography.com, so do drop by and take a look. I'll be back next week with another episode, but in the meantime, you take care and have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye-bye. <laughs>